0: Hello and welcome to Not Couple Goals, the podcast where we talk about the best and, let's face it, worst of romantic thriller cinema. I am Allie Nelson, here with my co-host...
1: Tyler McCarthy. And this episode, we're joined by a special guest to talk about the 2002 thriller Killing Me Softly, directed by Chen Cage, written by Nietzsche oh. French and Kara Lindstorm. Oh, I'm sorry, just Kara Lindstorm, that was the book mm-hmm. author um and starring heather graham and joseph fines so this is your
0: spoiler alert if you do not want killing me softly spoiled for you then just give us a little pause watch the movie then come back or just have it spoiled for you
1: not that good right hello podcast fans thank you so much for joining us uh i'm really excited about this episode this is a wild movie it's possibly the i don't know about the sexiest movie we've ever done but definitely like with the most sex we've ever done other than maybe x yeah but it it goes there the scenes are there's a lot of them and to talk about them ali and i are joined by a very special guest She's a pot break favorite. You probably know her from the Socially Distanced podcast, a myriad of other podcasts. She is a Star Wars expert, extraordinaire, super fan, whatever you want to say. The
0: Human Encyclopedia. The
1: Human Encyclopedia. She is our friend, Amanda Rivas. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I mean, I've, I've listened
2: to your pod on the regular when I'm commuting. <laughs> uh you know and and y'all are one of my favorites
1: to listen to so when y'all invited
2: me out I was like yay thank (laughs) you yeah as soon
1: as we heard you you listened we were like okay Amanda's the next guest we gotta get her (laughs) uh and for International Women's Month too that's fun
2: that's true oh that's right I'm like it is International Women's Month so I, I feel very honored yeah. Um, to be here as the probably biggest Star Wars nerd on the planet. So, a
1: Mandalorian you... premiere month, so that's
0: true.
2: This is my month. This is my season.
1: <laughs> we have a lot, a lot of great reasons for you to be here, and you picked a doozy of a movie. This is, <laughs> of course, it would be me. Yeah. Of course it would be me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is also rare because normally Ali's going into this with a lot of expertise and I'm going into this blind. But for once, I had actually seen this movie beforehand. So I'm excited to talk about all that. But before we do, uh, Amanda, I want to ask you, you are obviously a Star Wars expert. People have heard you talk about a myriad of topics on socially distanced. Uh, great podcast. Everyone go listen if you haven't. But I want to ask what your relationship is to the romantic, erotic thriller genre. And we should mention, Amanda's going to be walking a bit of a tightrope this whole this whole thing because there's a child in the room with her mm-hmm. who can't yes. hear this but can hear her.
2: Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, so we'll see how much of this she repeats to my mother. So we'll... Uh, <laughs> I love this challenge for you. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, so, you know, it's funny because you know, I always had kind of a preconception in my mind of what romantic thrillers are. So normally, you know, like something like Fatal Attraction always comes to mind for me, or um, is the Eyes Wide Shut with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise? Yeah, kind of thing. So so something along those lines, but then really, I I realized I watched a lot more than I thought, and that it's a broader category um, than I thought. So I mean, you know, um, when we were chatting about some of the movies that, that fell into the genre like Rebecca um is one that I've watched multiple times. It's such a good movie. Um, you know, even for me, like things like The Heiress, you know, so I kind of like some of the older, you know, kind of, you know, kind of older films. But even then like Fatal Attraction or you know, uh I mean, I I was like, wow, I've watched a lot more than I thought, but I've always mm-hmm. I've always liked the genre. Um, I feel like the stories are some of them are really bad. Um, and some of them yeah. are really compelling and <laughs> really well done when they're done. Well, like, again, like Rebecca loved it, have the book, you know, it's, it's something like that when it's done, right. It's a really cool um, step outside of my normal comfort zone. And I like that little it variety in my
0: life. It's a genre of extremes where it's like, you know, something like fatal attraction, like Glenn Close is fantastic. And then oh, you don't feel embarrassed watching it. And then there's movies, well, like kind of like this one or like Lifetime-esque ones where you're like, I've enjoyed watching this, but I wouldn't tell people I enjoyed watching this. Yeah, I am a Lifetime
2: watcher. I'm not going to lie.
0: There are a few of those I'm like, okay,
2: I'm here for this, but I'm not going to. Now I've admitted it in public. So here we are for (laughs) you guys. Um, But, you know, I I find that they're kind of they're like a fun guilty pleasure, too. When it's kind of cheesy, it's it's. It's like you know that the acting is so bad, and you know where it's going to go, but you still watch.
1: One hundred percent. The hardest part of doing this show is Allie and I will watch the movie together, but we make a rule not to talk about it until we're on mic, and it's so hard, oh, particularly that's with
2: this hard. one,
1: because there's so many scenes where I just wanted to turn to her and go like, "Why are his Why are his pants so baggy?" Things Thank like you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, so. I hadn't watched this.
2: So I was thinking back to the first time I watched this movie and that was probably 2006
1: was when yeah. I watched this. Yeah. That, so yeah. that's going to be my next question is what did you tell me about the first time you saw this movie, what you expected going into it and how that all went. So I was completely blind going into it. Um, the guy I was seeing at the time was
2: like, let's watch this movie. It looks interesting. And I was like, oh, okay, this, 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 sounds, I was like, well, you know, I know who Heather Graham is. I know who Joseph Fiennes is. And so I'm like, this should, this should be good. I watched it and went, oh, and there was a lot, <laughs> and I don't know if we're gonna touch on this, but the, the contro—did you remember the controversy around this movie?
1: No. Yeah. no. So with the, scar- well, I, we were to the spoiler alert, right? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're so, still listening and you're worried about this movie yeah. being spoiled, you didn't listen.
2: <laughs> no, no, exit now, but yeah. come back. Um, and uh about the scarfing thing like the, the yeah. act that they do there was a parent, like, what from what i remember and i think that's probably why we watched it because we were curious was there were people that either were trying to do it or got seriously hurt trying to recreate this from what Ooh. i recall
1: oh boy, so there was a
2: lot of controversy around just that that few seconds of the movie or it felt like minutes i guess but um yeah, that's why I remember. I think that's why we watched it because he brought it up and I was like, huh? What is that? <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Well, they, they, it is the scene's only a couple minutes, but they make sure to open the movie by superimposing that scene over like yeah. images of a mountain.
2: Yeah. Which, which I guess from what I remember, it was trying to like mimic the whole life or death situation when you're climbing a mountain that
1: you have no control oh, over how much oh, oxygen you have. Up.
0: Yeah. And like, you don't yeah. feel like you can breathe. Yeah. He says yeah. like, you know,
1: what happens when you get above this height, every cell in your brain starts to die one at a time. And I'm kind of like, isn't that just life though? Aren't we all just deteriorating? This, I don't this think. This is true. I was like, this is aging. Why do we need yeah. a scarf <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: in
1: that context,
2: I guess. But you know, and, and my, my current bow or, you know, hopefully long-term bow. I don't want to say it. that sounds terrible. I would have liked my current cause it's, you know, um,
1: but. Mr. For know, now says.
2: I know Mr. For now, um, but yeah, he'll listen to this later and I'm going to hear this, but it's, uh, but my boyfriend. Great was, guy, we love you. Yeah, we love you Brandon, We're, we, we do. You're here in spirit. Um, he had never seen this film. <laughs> and he was like, well, I'll sit down and I'll watch it with you. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna rewatch this for the pod. Again, I I remember very, very little of it except for the scarfing part. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I remembered. <laughs> because it was such a big deal at the time. And uh so that's the first time I had seen it. And yeah, it was a a trip down memory lane. I was like, wow, I forgot how
1: crazy, how crazy this movie is. <laughs> And just kind of raunchy. The scarfing thing, we'll get into it, but I'm just gonna bring it up now. It is such a weird and specific kink to bring up for the first time on your wedding night.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and I shouldn't say weird kink. We don't kink shame here, but it's yeah, this should come up in conversation before the wedding night.
2: Yeah. Right. And well, the fact she was all for it. I'm like, oh, okay. Some some people are not, you know, you find it like that's a weird that that that's a cake. oh okay i mean but maybe she had some of her own you never know yeah and that's kind of but that i feel like seemed
0: to be him yeah she was all right.
2: for any she was really she was all for that toxic d right there so yeah, right absolutely there.
1: <laughs> slam but, slam a guy's head in a phone booth you know what let's get married yeah i was
2: like that's exactly i told brandon i was like when are you gonna do that for me <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> just kidding like, i'm not I- condoning that guys i'm not <laughs> no. i just was like that's how you get to a girl but I, I pity the
1: man who tries to steal your purse in front of him, though. This is true. This is true. I was like, you should
2: be ready. You know,
1: okay.
2: if this guy can do it with baggy Jinko knockoffs, you should be able to do this easily. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I found, you know, kind of thinking back on it now, it's funny that we're talking about the whole scarfing thing. I feel like back then, like people didn't really talk about kinks as no. openly. And I feel like now, if you watched this now, it's not that big of a deal because you hear about it all, you hear about people's kinks all the time. And not, yeah. again, not to think shame, not to, but I think people are more open about that now. Yeah. Versus, and I think that's why it was so controversial back then because nobody really talked about it. Yeah. And like kinks, whereas now you have memes
0: for everything, which I love, I'm here <laughs> for all the memes, so. And it's like a post you know. 50 shades of gray era that we're in. So it's like, yeah. oh yeah, people yeah. do weird shit. <laughs>
2: Well, I had people go, that's it? When you see. Say- yeah, <laughs> you yeah exactly,
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, what we talk about now, I feel like, is, like, consent. Because, like, that's right. the the big problem, is that, like, there's not a lot... Like, in this 2002 movie, there's not a lot of consent being had. It's just like, this is happening now. Go with it or
1: not. But she's <laughs> yeah. totally with it.
0: Eh, at times, she's not. Yeah, <laughs> she there were... She has I no agree. choice but to go with it. Like, you like know, good. there's lots of times... When he ties her to the table. Yeah, I was about to say the
1: table, the table scene. But that's, that's not sexual. That is just straight up abuse, 100%. I think it would
0: have been sexual had she gone with it.
1: Fair enough. It could have. It could
2: have. I, 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 yeah, it almost went there. I feel like it was going to go in a rough direction, and I was kind of like, ooh, and then it didn't. But then I'm like,
1: but how did he have, my hair is my question. I was like, wow, how did you not notice the ropes on the I was thinking that too. <laughs> not only did she not notice him smoking in the corner like a weirdo, he had thank you. <laughs> he had quietly prepped the ground. He had somehow gotten in and avoided the wind chime booby trap and and managed to quietly get in, tie ropes very securely to the table, and she just blows by all of it to make tea.
0: I feel like they were already there, to be fair. I, that's, like, what so Actually, that's what I thought. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that's what
2: I thought too. I was like kind of normal. I was like, wow, well, he was he was ready to go with those uh. You know, and there's there's a lot you didn't see in the movie, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they just so, stay there permanently. They're just permanent fixtures of his kitchen counter.
1: No, wait, before we get too far down the okay. rabbit hole here, Allie, what uh what did you what's your experience with this movie?
0: So, I watched this movie. This was the second time I watched the movie. The first time I watched it was because a podcast I like did cover it, and I wanted to watch the movie because of how bad they made it seem because <laughs> I like bad movies and I like erotic yeah, thrillers. What? And, and so, we both like movie
1: podcasts.
0: Yeah. So I ended up watching it. I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be as like bonkers and just like out of touch with reality as it was. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was gonna see, like, you know, kind of a cheesy romantic thriller, but like it's immediately like you wonder how they got name actors in it. Like you're like, these name actors should not be in this
1: movie. Yeah, better oh. This is post Austin Powers too. I was about to say this was after, right? Yeah. Yeah, was, that was
0: 1999. This is 2002 that this came out. But I feel like it has the feel of one of those movies that was like filmed and then held for like a couple of years where they were like, maybe we don't release this.
1: Not <laughs> to spoil the trivia section of the movie, but yes. Yeah. It had <laughs> that feel oh,
2: OK. OK. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, I felt like she looked maybe not younger, but it just it didn't yeah. seem like her style like the style of you know part of that well i'm sure we'll go into that but like her appearance didn't look very austin it looked pre austin powers
1: yeah yeah it 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 was post austin powers the biggest like risk with heather graham in this like on the one hand she's a n- notable actress on the other i think like the reason she maybe agreed to do it was because it was a leading role for her instead of a supporting role um but most of the reviews, unfor- I mean, none of the reviews I read had anything nice to say. But all of them included an element of like this was not her leading thing, and because of this, I don't think a leading thing is coming for Heather Graham. And if I'm correct, none ever did, right?
0: She's she definitely has like you know she was in From Hell, and I think in about 2002. That's and- right. I think Weirdly. From Hell
1: predated this because there was a lot of speculation that the character from the book this is based on is British. And there was a lot of speculation that they watched From Hell and were like, just make her American, just make her American.
0: Actually being, I thought that she was pretty good in From Hell, considering that I don't think she's uh, that capable an actress range-wise and stuff. I enjoy her on like Scrubs and stuff. I thought she yeah. was like cute in like a guest spot there, I, but like.
2: I think she's got like a good comedy kind of aptitude yeah. a little bit, you know, but I think like serious, dramatic, leading lady, it's a tough. Yeah. There's it's a, a lot best of best stuff. Best. There's a lot of competition out there.
1: And that's never more evident than in the scene. I'm just going to blow by my like what I expected from this movie It was pretty much the same as Allie. I knew it wasn't good and I was excited to rewatch it for this this uh, recording.
0: But to see that it was zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, that got me excited. Like nobody had anything good to say.
1: So her her like, you know, struggles with dramatic acting are never more evident than in the scene where it's after they have sex i think the second time and she's mentioning like oh i read your book like you're a hero and he starts being like well people died which first of all rude she's just trying to compliment he's so yeah he (laughs) is
0: and then he's he's, like people died alice and it's like jeez dude and he's
1: doing that whole dramatic monologue talking about how he lost a whole team he still doesn't know what happened do you know what happens to your brain at that altitude and all of that and then it does do like an insert cut to her and she's basically smiling at him like she's basically just like. Like looking like he's telling like a fun bar story that happened the night prior. She's just it's she's, it's just she's fangirling. Over.
2: She's fangirling. Like, <laughs> I don't think she's really paying because I thought this. Yeah. I was like, she's not. She, everything he just said just flew over. She's just mesmerized right now by the toxic D. That's is what I'm just, just excited
0: to be there. She's just like he's so cute. Look how dreamy he is. Like as he's well, torturing a fish.
2: <laughs> thank you. I was like red flag, guys. Can we <laughs> yes. talk about this? Like, it was like a red flag. I'd be like, um, I, I got to go to the restroom and sneak out. <laughs> yeah. I could did not have my number.
0: It felt to me like that's why he had the fishbowl there, just to like make that point to anybody who comes over, just to like torture the fish. Like, mm-hmm. This is what it's like when you're climbing and you lose oxygen. He like, takes the fish out. Every person who comes over is like, geez, man.
1: I would be like, well, go make but- us some tea, and then I would leave with the fishbowl well to give them a good home
0: i'm trying to remember now
2: was that his at his place or his sister's oh, that's
0: his sister's you're right i was
2: like that's messed
1: up that's like not even your pet i mean you shouldn't do it to, in general but i'm like that's even worse yeah oh, that's, also, that's your sister's fish the, he has there's like it's like a non-covered fish bowl and it's giant and they make note there is absolutely a cat in that house so those fish are just yeah. not in a good environment
0: yeah it's true they've, they've been save the
1: fish again. guys save the goldfish <laughs> i agree and that, and and that's why we brought you all here. All of our <laughs> listeners, save the goldfish,
2: save the goldfish, leave, cover your get, figure, get a safe tank for your fish. Yeah, don't don't the, and don't torture your friends or your family's fish either.
1: <laughs> th- there were so many moments in this movie. The end. The end of the movie is bonkers in that we learn. We'll get to it later. But we learned that apparently he's not guilty of crime. But I want to ask you both, as modern women who have dated in this world, what is your most what is your reddest red flag that fines has in this movie oh gosh he
0: just is a red flag like there's nothing he does that isn't a red flag
2: i was about to say he's a walking from the moment you see him when his clothes i'm sorry i'm gonna be that person his outfit he's dressed like a complete tool in this entire movie and the way he just looks like you know, if a guy was staring at me at a stoplight, I'm like, I, I, I don't care how hot you are, but if you're staring at me that intently the whole way through, that's like a... And how comfortable are you to pick up? That's my question, too. I was like, the minute that she jumps in the, the cab with him, I'm here like, this guy is a pickup artist here.
0: Yeah. This is yeah. not
2: his first rodeo. That, to me, would be red flag number one. Yeah. Right off the bat. You've done this before. Um, So yikes this is where i'm like you know now i do you know you send the find your location this is all pre <laughs> that so I'm like i yeah no i I don't know you man i'm not gonna get in the
1: car yeah there is a weird moment, there's a weird moment where she puts her hand on the door to like see if she can escape and then decides not to and it cuts to him and he's kind of smiling and it's like the smiling his inner monologue right there has to be like <laughs> She thinks I'm going to harm her. <laughs> like, I, oh my I think god! It's not
0: that. I think he thinks. I think he's like giggling at how like she's so like like naive and mm. like oh she's not like she's gonna jump out of the car because she's too afraid. Like she can't handle me. Like he's that's the kind of like toxic man he was.
1: Maybe
2: it's
0: that overconfidence. It's like yeah. I got it.
2: She she thinks she's gonna run, but I got it. She ain't yeah. going nowhere. <laughs>
0: Do we think uh, now, is, is now a good time to jump into the summary? Because we kind of blew past. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry.
1: Right, yeah. My, 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 <laughs> All Sorry. I'm a bad host this episode. Yes, Allie, uh, we, gave, we kind of talked about uh, what we thought this movie was going to be and our experience with it. But for those who need a refresher, Allie's going to run us through what the movie actually is.
0: So, yes. Yeah, so we have Heather Graham. She makes CD-ROM software in case you want this to be a timeless movie. She makes <laughs> CD-ROM software. Um, and she just uh, live in a boring life. She's an expat living in London uh, with her British boyfriend who seems very boring. They have boring things happening. They're very comfortable. And then one morning when she's at a stoplight, she is uh, runs into Joseph Fines, who stares at her for an uncomfortable amount of time and they both stare at each other. Then she ends up deciding to tell her work she's gonna get her hair trimmed (laughs) and go and try and find him. They go to his place. She doesn't even know his name. They have sex. This becomes a little bit of a pattern for them. She ends up leaving the boring boyfriend, moves in and basically immediately with Joseph Fiennes. He beats up a mugger, a would-be mugger for her. That leads to marriage, and she realizes after getting married, she start, she's been getting threatening notes, or notes telling her, hey, you don't really know this dude. And she realizes, hey, maybe I don't really know this dude. And she starts to kind of investigate her husband, figure out whether he has murdered his past girlfriends because they all seem to end up dead. Meanwhile, she's also forming a weird friendship with his sister who is oddly sexual, oddly weird with her, just a whole weird vibe between them, between the sister, all of that. It gets to the point of where she thinks he's going to kill her. She thinks he's murdering other people. She runs from him. And then she ends up going to his sister being like, help, I think we need to dig up one of the past bodies. The sister's like, sure, I'll help you. And then it turns out, the sister was actually the murderer because she had been sleeping with just a fine as, as kids, they were sleeping together and she didn't want to share him. So she dies via flare gun from Heather Graham.
1: Chekhov's flare gun. That's established 20 minutes prior in the movie.
0: And they end exactly. up uh, divorced, unhappily divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and that's, that's sort of how it goes. <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> talk briefly about the, the, the scene that baffled me, maybe my favorite scene of the whole movie, is when the sister is first introduced. Because Fine says, you can always find me here. I'll be here whenever you're ready to like leave what's-his-name and come for me. And then she finally does that and like, oh no, it's his sister's house. He was just house-sitting and now he's in a completely different space. Heather Graham shows up. And she doesn't say a word while the sister monologues for like 10 minutes straight of the movie before Heather Graham even says her name. I wrote down this line. It's something that she says. The sister says this to Heather Graham. For me, pictures tell me who I am. But for Adam, pictures steal his soul. That's not something you say to a person before exchanging pleasantries. It's the weirdest line I've ever heard. And she continues to just talk and talk and talk at her before finally going. She, like, says, Alice, yes, I know your name. He's told me about you. It was the weirdest scene of the whole movie. She
0: also gets through like three quarters of her weird monologuing before mentioning, Oh, I'm his sister. Not like his lover. Yeah. Cause like he has, she has no idea where Joseph Fiennes is. And she also doesn't know that, that like, this is like his wife or like, she's clearly kind of devastated. Cause she thinks like, Oh, he's seeing somebody else. Like, no, I'm his sister. And it's like, you could have told her that when you opened the door, weirdo. Yes.
2: I kind of felt like she was into her. The sister was into Heather Graham or into Alice. That's the vibe I got right off the bat. I was like, somebody i and i wonder if she was that was her weird way of flirting it's creating intrigue it was kind of a weird it kind of had like a pickup vibe she yeah. had that
0: vibe with her every scene like the sister yeah. was always kind of staring at her hungrily and being like let me massage you and stuff like
1: that yeah like she wanted heather graham off kilter like this was clearly wasn't the first like woman of his that she got close to and then eventually killed but yeah, I, it seemed like she wanted her off kilter and that's as generous a read as I'll give it because yeah, yeah, like you're saying, Amanda, it seemed like she wanted her. Yeah. I was like, there's Brandon next to me going, it's going to be those weird brother, sister, like
2: kink movies. What yeah. are we watching? Turns out. <laughs> yup. <laughs> was like, well, I guess so. Cause it he called it yeah. early. He did. He was like, ah, uh, he was like, what is happening here? But, you know, I maybe I wondered about that because, you know, I think she said earlier that, that the girl who died in the, I guess the other girl in the pictures was her best friend. And it's like, were they, it made me wonder, like, were they hooking up? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and maybe that's why, because I felt like she had a type. If they all looked like this girl in the picture, maybe that's why she did it.
0: Yeah, they, they did all seem to be blah, like it seemed like he had a type and his sister. His sister's type was whoever her brother's type was. Like yes. it was just like, if you're dating my brother, you're my type.
2: Yeah, it was such a weird, but that's the vibe. Both of us were like right off the bat. I was like, ooh. Yeah, that actress,
1: uh, uh I remember her from like Californication and the Truman Show. I forget her name off the top of my head. Natasha McKill? Something like that. Yeah. Uh she's like, she's very like intriguing and like interesting looking and I I, like like when she's in a movie but her playing like villainous in this movie it's like when she read the script the scene where she's revealed that the villain happened at the top of the movie and she plays it like that the whole movie like when she's revealed to be like the sinister villain in the end it's like oh yeah of course the one who's been acting weird yeah
0: yeah but to be fair Joseph Fiennes who's like had had come off of like best picture like Shakespeare in love like Elizabeth the same year like done like oscar-winning movies also plays it like he's a murderer from the first scene like he's supposed to be you're supposed to understand her getting into the car with him and you're immediately like run like don't go in the (laughs) car with him he's going to kill you
2: it's like this guy's a creeper like just ah it's it's just yeah if that were my friend i'd be like what are you doing yeah what are you doing get out of the car you know
1: like oh go ahead Oh no, no, no. no. That was I I was just gonna say, even their initial encounter when she finally steps into his uh, apartment or flat, as they say, he like hides and then like grabs her from behind. It's so it's meant to be like runs out at her, (laughs) it's meant to be erotic, but it's like like, if he was in black robes, it would be a scene from Scream. It was so odd.
2: It's such a weird seduction technique. (laughs) It is, and I'm here like, I have a million questions. Like, are you married? Do you have yes. any
0: STDs? Like, you Wait, know. I to mean, circle like, back
1: to the, oh, I'm sorry. The, I interrupted your thoughts.
0: her name and she doesn't ask his name. No, she has zero questions.
2: And I'm like, you're sober doing <laughs> this. Like, I, I kind of get, you know, if there's like alcohol or something else. Like if you're really like trashed, like, you know, something where you're not completely thinking it through, it's a little different, but I'm like, dang, you just hooked up with a random stranger.
1: In- well, she was like obsessed with. From yeah. the moment she saw him, she's like, like blowing it at me, on, at, during a meeting at work. She lies about going to get her hair done in the middle of the day, which. that's a bad lie. Yeah. Uh, well, and a, I'm. Isn't it I'm, a better lie to be like, I'm running across the street to the bookstore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm laughing because she never works.
0: Yeah. In no. this
2: movie. We all mentioned she developed CD-ROMs. I'm like, what? how does
0: she not fire from her job? Let's she, also, it's obvious when you pur- come back that your hair has not been trimmed or like when you go to get your hair cut, they like do your hair nicely when you come back to the office. That's the worst. That's like the most obvious lie that you could have like been caught in. It's like your hair looks exactly the same and it's even like wearing the same barrette and like looks like you had sex. Like yeah. you clearly didn't yeah. go get your hair trimmed. Well, and
2: it's like she's never at work except for the one scene where she gets the facts. But
1: other That's than the that, though, she like, not only does she not work and blow off work constantly in the middle of this movie, she's in a meeting. She takes a personal call, gets a fax that she's really weird about and then gets a promotion.
2: Yes. Yes. I'm like, how bad are the other people at this job?
1: <laughs> and her co-workers leave her office clearly plotting her murder. And I don't blame them.
0: Well, and also she was so offensive in that scene where she's talking about how women don't like games it's like they don't they're yeah. women gamers it's like okay gamer gate like what's <laughs> thank what's you who wrote this thing like it's somebody that's never actually spoken to any amount of women or any no. video games I was like as a gamer know. myself I was like
2: excuse you I love I've been gaming yeah I'm like I've been gaming since like the first Nintendo came out
0: <laughs> yeah, me too so I was <laughs> like what and what who is she pulled to see like women don't like games they like stories it's like I I mean I like Final Fantasy, but I also like playing just any sort of game.
2: Yeah, well, and I'm like, how are you? How are you developing or writing CD-ROMs if you're not if you're not a gamer or you're not? What kind of CD-ROMs are you working on? Yeah. <laughs> all these questions. Like, do you work? Is, what when do you go? What are your office hours? Because you're there at your apartment, this apartment, all the time, and you have time to go run everywhere. This is before remote work. So how does this I have so many
0: questions? <laughs> She's like, women don't like CD ROMs.
1: <laughs> no one likes CD ROMs, though. But yes, she develops them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's also like not to not to defend her for the whole gaming thing because her stance on women in gaming is wrong, but doesn't she say she like makes CD ROMs for companies? Yeah. So I, I was a little okay. taken aback when her boss, who looked like a digitally de-aged Alan Rickman, yes. was like
0: Like, four Uh, bands, Alan Rickman, I kept writing. I
1: think we should make it a game, and it's like, I thought you were making instructional, like, CD-ROMs for companies and things like that. It's so weird that you're trying to develop a game at all. And then with promoting the person that says women don't like games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's... Because she had so much insight, and that's why she got the promotion. (laughs) It's because she wouldn't have got that haircut. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of her career, I also wanted to ask, he... He's got this apartment. His sister has this very nice house, but his income is questionable. It seems like he's he led one mountain expedition that went very poorly, doesn't like to talk about it, didn't write a book about it, is featured in a book about it, and is traveling in very wealthy like circles with a bunch of like people at sort of this highbrow party. Where is it? He's got like a family church. Where is his money coming from? What does he do Why, for? Work? I
0: think it was family money slash. He, I mean, he does get paid to lead these expeditions, and that's not it. They don't just have you lead the one expedition, like at you know, like I think he had built up a reputation. I got to
1: imagine business takes a hit after what happened well, to him. Well, no,
0: because they thought he was a hero. He had saved the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
2: kind of what I was thinking too. Is uh, it sounds like you know he probably gets money to do the interviews. I think he was trying to go to a talk show or something at one point where the friend, the shady friend, picks him up, which the. That guy was interesting. Yeah. I was like, he's, yeah. a, he's a weird give me some
1: weird vibes. I was curious, but I guess I didn't go down that road. Um, every side character in this movie kind of gets picked up and then dropped pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. so I
2: noticed I'm like, who's the shady guy? They keep mentioning him, but he's nothing ever happens with
1: this guy. I have to imagine they're like they're these characters are there to pay lip service to the book. I imagine they had a bigger role in the book, but I don't yeah. know for sure.
2: I've never read the book. I don't know if this movie makes me want... It doesn't really make me want
0: to (laughs) read it. Yeah, it definitely doesn't make me want to read the book. I, I loved the part where he... Like he sleeps with Heather Graham and like doesn't tell her there's going to be an interview with like the Guardian the next day. Like and so just brings in the interviewer and is like, oh, yeah, I'm doing an interview. And Heather Graham is like the worst house guest to have at your house during an interview. She could not be more distracting. She's like, hey, you have a phone call. Hey, there's no one on the phone when I answered the phone call. Hey, what are you doing? And then she's like, (laughs) she's practically like, do you want me to make the bed? where where are your slippers like she's so anything Is she there coffee? to be distracting she's just so yeah. distracting.
2: she's so kind of you know i wondered why he had her there but then i'm like he's probably using like bragging rights like i got this hot girl she's in the
1: apartment
0: yeah oh, cool Maybe that's, that's- it humanizes him because he's so not human <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the Guardian uh, woman probably really was, like, leading her article with a gorgeous woman at the top of the stairs beckons him. Well, she didn't seem
2: rattled at all, which is unusual to me, too. I'm like, how many interviews has she? Maybe she's, but I'm like, she's she's a journalist. She's probably seen some shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: true. This guy can't be, like, the weirdest person she's interviewed, although it turns out he kind of is.
0: Well, she's also a very unprofessional journalist, it yes. turns out. yes. Like she finds out, like she hears from a woman after the article comes out that he apparently raped her, and then gives that facts to the wife of the person that you just interviewed, including in enough information or like her lo- her actual location, but at least enough information to find her location.
1: Yes, like that's so unsafe
0: yeah. for the, the woman that just trusted you.
1: And she's also like not going to print it, right? Like she's just yeah. sitting on that part of the oh, story, I- which is
2: that was a whole thing for me. Cause I'm like, mm. you know, most journalists today would be on that. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and not it, you know, you would hope for the right reasons, but you know, also it's, it's controversy, you know, celebrity yeah. controversy. So it's like most people would be all over that. And yeah, to compromise the safety of someone, especially a victim, that's yeah. horrible. I, you know, I was worried. I was like, is he going to go kill her? Is something going to happen to her? They never talk about, what's happened to her you don't know what's happened to her with that with the track record of what you know happened to the other
1: yeah <laughs> no it like it all like it doesn't come to fruition in any way it all just speaks to his kind of shady character which is such an odd choice when in the end it turns out he's not a killer or shady or anything like that he's just a weirdo hey,
0: i think it was the fact know? that he said to he said to the woman that he raped it's just sex it's okay i think that was supposed to like go into the thing of, like, how messed up it is that he sleeps with his sister, and, like, that's, he's all messed up because of, like, oh. that, so I think it was supposed to show that he was all messed up, and, like, sure, show that he's all messed up, but at the end, I don't care that he's not a murderer, he's a legitimate rapist, so he's yeah. not a good person
2: who deserves to not he's be in jail. extremely toxic. Yeah. Extremely yeah. toxic. Well, and then he has a not only, you know, obviously what he did there, that's, uh, probably the worst that he's done, but he also has this pattern of picking up women that are in relationships and marriages. And it's like, eh, he's fine. He didn't kill anybody. These are all okay. And it's like,
1: no, he's extremely toxic. There's yeah. there's like supposed to be a moment in this movie where it's like a turn. She gets the letter and the letter is like, use your head. What do you really know about this man? And it's, it's it, like even still she's still just like she brings that letter right to him and like does all this stuff and then eventually after hearing about like a rape allegation is she finally like maybe i'll look into this guy maybe i'll start asking questions maybe i'll want to have a conversation with him and yeah, it, it goes it, horribly when she tries
2: yeah well and i'm like i guess the guy bleeding on the sidewalk after getting his head smashed in isn't it? good enough yeah. <laughs> to make like, you question
1: like <laughs> yeah if that's not enough my question to you is when did romance die
0: yeah it's crazy to me that like so it's one thing for him to witness this man trying to rob her and then running away with like her scarf or something which like scarf seems to be everybody's favorite thing in the no. movie but <laughs> it so he chases him down and then like Give him a couple punches. You got the scarf back. You're fine. He goes so overboard in that he beats the living crap out of him. Puts his head into the phone booth and then starts using the door to smash. Yeah, the guy's head in. Like he tries to like Wilson Fisk. Yeah, I was going to say like freaking <laughs> and oprio in the first season yes. of Daredevil. And the police don't arrest. Like you're not allowed no, to. No, like, that's like a assault. Complete. Isn't that yeah. assault? It's like, you're allowed to defend yourself within a reasonable amount. You're not allowed to just beat the living crap out of people. Well, and did the guy
2: die? That was my question, too. I'm like, did was there an actual murder
1: or did the guy mentioned if he died he's 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 not even solid for a while at least yeah because i was really still when the police do show up he very calmly goes over to fines and sort of goes like excuse me sir i have to ask you some questions and fines kind of gives him the like one minute while i make out with this lady in the street like because he
0: literally just after she watches him do that he proposes to her and they make out while she's bleeding from her mouth from like the assault from the mugger and doesn't wipe away the blood they just keep and she's so into the making out and like it's right in front of her ex-boyfriend's friend of 15 years like it's like there's so many layers of wrong happening he, yeah. he says to
1: her he grabs her face off the adrenaline of beating up the smugger and he says i wrote it down i'll always protect you alice alice i'll always be here say you believe me and then she does and then they're in- yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: so weird brandon the whole time is just like i don't understand what's going on here like this this <laughs> makes what <laughs> he's standing next to me? And he's like, so you watched this? I'm like, I I did.
1: <laughs> Hypnotized I did. by that toxic D is her whole character.
2: That's the whole thing. And he, I'm like, she's so. And I don't think anybody really addresses how toxic she. The only one who who's kind of doing it is the friend.
0: Yeah, yes. the friend's yelling even, in the background, like, hey,
2: hey, Alice. Alice. <laughs> well, and even then, she doesn't put her feet to the fire though. She's like, she holds back. She says something finally, like defends the guy she left. Yes, and and is like, you know, he loved you, blah blah blah. But that's really it. And then she's like, oh, I moved in with the guy too, and it's like, that's,
1: honestly, that's good it. for her. I actually yeah. want to ask you both about that. So Heather Graham establishes that she has been in London for about a year. And it took she she said the first six months were lonely, and then she met this guy. So she's only been living with this guy for a matter of months, only known his friends, including this woman, for a matter of months. This woman mentions that he, Jake, her like boring ex-boyfriend, has been her friend for 15 years. I'm kind of like, why are you even getting lunch with this monster? How, like, why would you, this woman broke your friend's heart. Why are you out to lunch with her?
0: I, I thought it was inappropriate of Heather Graham to to be the one being like, I'm going to tell you about all the hot sex I'm having with the guy that I broke up yeah. with your 15 years for. It's like, I don't feel like she, you win this friend in the breakup. And I feel like it's yeah. very inappropriate for, your, for you to be like, hey, you're going to be my confidant about this new relationship.
1: 100%. Oh.
2: And I'm here like, how do you not have any other friends? Like, she's like, oh, I'm a loner. She opens up with that. I'm a loner. I don't have anybody here. And I'm like, but if you're with somebody for at least six months, you meet their friends. I, I, I get that. And you're going to, you are going to win some friends in the breakup, if depending on how the breakup goes. But because I mean, I've, I've won friends in my you know past relationships and whatnot. And, you know, and, and I mean, it depends on the reason for the breakup, but yeah, I totally was like, Ooh, like <laughs> you dumped him. And you're expecting the friends to sympathize with you. Like, yeah, like,
1: (laughs) and she clearly like broke his brain too. that scene. It's like, it'd be so heartbreaking if it wasn't just bad dialogue and dumb, but she says like, I'm leaving you. I can't go on like this. And he stands up and hugs her and goes, no, no, Alice, we're together. Like, yeah, guys, she didn't forget how relationships work. She's dumping you. He's also yeah. so, st-
0: his, he yells at her, like, I buy your tube tickets. It's like, dude, just because you buy my Metro car isn't a good reason yeah. for me not to break up with you.
2: <laughs> well, and then she makes it worse by saying, I met someone. It's like, uh, you already see him reeling. Do you really have to throw that in too? Like, yeah, you could have kept that, some of that to your, yourself, I guess. Like, there's a s- more sensitive way to handle stuff like this. You know, it's it's I mean, she yeah, she just railroaded that that poor guy. Like, you know, I I mean I think, you know, I've I know there's a lot of people out there. I've been in a situation where you're kind of you're in a rut. And sometimes, you know, it's a sometimes it's relationships need that stability. But then obviously there are there's some that are not that don't do well and they don't, you know, they just stay on coast mode and it's not right. It's you know it's not right Mm -hmm. for either person. But yeah this was like oh like she was savage with I was like oh I felt for the guy too I was like oh I get that I'm like I've been in that scenario but I'm like I hope it wasn't I'm like I hope it wasn't that heartless (laughs) I was like man she's heartless in this movie
0: I felt let. I felt for him up until then he like knocks over the table and yeah face off and and she gets up and leaves, and he goes, Where are you going? And it's like, No, go- dude, conversation over when you get violent. Like, you don't yeah. get to Hey, where are you going? You started breaking shit. So she left the
2: house. Well, and Brandon and I talked about that too, because he was like, Well, of course she's leaving because he broke a bunch of stuff. I stopped feeling for him at that moment. And then when they panned to the friend saying, You know, we moved in together and she's all happy and painting. And then he's like smoking like a chimney.
1: Staring yeah. at their
2: picture, and I was like, Ooh, like even worse. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna, I'm like, that's your friend of
0: 15 years. Yeah. You sure about that? Like, maybe you shouldn't be moving in with him when he's sitting there chain smoking and crying still. <laughs> yeah. and she's like, No,
1: but he's letting me paint it this hideous shade of pink. So he does love me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ooh, that's smart, but that, that's not a good sign for them either. Like, yeah. it's just a lot of toxic relationships all the way around in this oh, movie. Yeah. I got a new girlfriend and now I live inside of a watermelon.
2: Yeah. And I'm just going to keep chain smoking and just yeah. have this one picture with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, i was so
0: unhappy that his new <laughs> girlfriend's speak- moving in.
1: Speaking of Jake and what a savage Alice is, I have to ask, they, this movie doesn't do well with time. It doesn't like letting the audience in on how long it has been. But there is a version of this movie where basically she goes to work on a Wednesday, leaves early, has sex with Fines, and then on Thursday gets his book, has sex with him again. And then that same night, does she have boring sex with Jake and then leave him? I like, have a
0: feeling she had sex with him over the weekend. Yeah. And then, and then was like, this was a boring weekend. I oh,
1: this.
0: yeah. which I was a generous like, read. Which I was like, that's still ballsy
2: because, uh, you know. And I'm just gonna say, Oh, Brandis in the first like two minutes of the movie, he's like, "So she's a hoe." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what he said. He was like, "She's a hoe." That's really what it comes down to. And I'm like, Yeah,
0: because oh, yeah, it's cause one was, thing to be a sexually empowered woman; like, you can have right. multiple partners, however many you want. That's fine. The I the, it's when you get dicey when you're cheating on somebody and then you continue to sleep with them. Yeah, and, and he even tries to ask her. Like he's like, "What do you want me to do?" And she's like, "No, it's fine." And then she's clearly like not enjoying herself. And it's like, well, he's he's trying to ask he's you. Trying, yeah.
1: He's and, noticing that you're rolling your eyes while you're having sex. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Well, I'm like, how I I don't know. I just it feels like unclean. I guess to like multiple yeah. people, like
0: yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah and, unawa- when you have not given them the choice to be aware of that, that's when I'm like, right. okay, that's gross. Yeah, that and, was
2: the other part of it, too, is he just thought, it's fine. It's normal. Like, yeah, obviously something's wrong, but it's not, it never, you could tell it never crossed his mind that she was cheating.
1: Yeah. And, and it's another example, too, of like the only, the, the, there's clearly a lot of chemistry between Heather Graham and uh, Joseph Fines and all that. Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, what, uh, a lot of
1: sexual chemistry, I'll say. Those scenes are pretty steamy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay i d- i defer to the women in the room but the, what what i think the movie is like underwritten is like they're trying to illustrate that he's boring that jake is boring and i think the way they do that is that that is the only sex scene in the movie that takes place in a bed
2: that's a good point i and didn't I, think about that yeah i didn't think I, about that and well and i feel like they try to almost overplay like you like the, the 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 chemistry, and I say that with quotations yeah. um, between Heather Graham and Joseph. Like they're thinking, oh well, the crowd will go beyond their side because they have this clear chemistry and yeah, as
0: a kind of passion you only dream about. <laughs> they try to
2: fantasize or romanticize it, and I'm yeah. like, technically, she cheated on her long term boyfriend, yeah. and left. This guy is a uh, they're both toxic
1: yeah <laughs> did you notice they like reused a sex scene kind of yeah, yeah.
0: The, the bras like below her boobs <laughs> well, and
1: it's like they're on the rug on the floor of his sister's apartment after they've like moved out of the sister's apartment they're just like back there suddenly for one sex While scene. mr
0: know-it-all the cat watches angrily yeah. <laughs> yes well and i'm here like it's your sister's apartment yeah i'd be
2: kind of upset if like you know, my sister did something like that with somebody else, like with
0: my brother-in-law, or something like. You know, somebody like at, I'd be like, that's my stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, especially with the like creepy incestual backstory, kind yes. of why? Why? Are you turned on by the idea? Like it's it's already so weird and convoluted with you and your sister. Why are you then sleeping with people in your sister's apartment?
1: Did you notice though when the sister is introduced during that bafflingly long monologue where she's acting not like a person? Did you notice one of the things she's doing to keep busy is she takes the sheet off the table that they put down so they can have sex on the table and puts it back on the bed? Like puts it back on the bed. Okay, I didn't notice that too. Scene.
2: I didn't Brandon notice that. noticed that too. I was like, oh, I didn't think. I was like, "That's she doesn't seem bothered. I'd be like, I'll put this in the, the washing machine
1: or yeah. burn it. But like, if you had a sibling or even just like a, a male in your life, house sit for you and you come home and everything looks good. Your fish is acting a little weird. Your cat is acting a little <laughs> weird. And there's a sheet on the table. You're like, you fucked in my house, didn't you? Yeah,
0: Please wash like, my sheets.
1: Yeah,
2: I would, that would be immediately my first, thing. I'm like, unclean, forever unclean. I'm going to pull from the leak forever unclean, forever unclean and yeah. like, get rid of it. I get, get out my spray
1: it. bottle of hand sanitizer and holy water and I just clean the place. I
2: don't even know if I would just keep those sheets. <laughs> I yeah. wash them up like, what? <laughs> you know? I just can't, <laughs> but I was like, she didn't even seem bothered by that. I'm like, how many other people did he bring over? Cause that's what well, that, that, says, that says that to me too.
0: And, like, they had such a creepy relationship just for for having that weird backstory. And then, like, clearly he had told her about Alice. So, and, like, when did he have the time to tell her about Alice? You know, like, I just didn't understand any of that. And, like, why are they, why do they have such an intimate relationship where he's telling her yes. about, like, his new booty call? Like, it's so yeah.
2: weird. Well, given what she's done to him... And clearly there's some level of, there had to be some level of trauma there. You would yeah. think like, that's what I'm like, how are you able to be around your sister
0: or be around like by choice? When, and also I remembered like now just, he was bringing, cause they used to have sex over at the family church and that's where he would like bring his lovers. Like he brought Heather Graham there to get married and then spend their honeymoon and takes like naked pictures of her without her consent yeah. at first uh over and like had done that with one of the other girls at least probably all of them where why do you want to go to this place where you like typically yeah. had sex with your sister why do you want to stop Stockholm syndrome maybe maybe,
1: maybe. that that also flies in the face of what you were saying before where like where she interviews the uh rape victim and she's like they inform like his whole thing is like oh it's just sex because he's kind of trying to detach sex from his sister but then at the same time he's bringing his the people he loves the woman he marries to the site where he had sex with his sister so it's like i don't get it is he trying to detach from it or is he also in love with his sister i think
0: he's not in love with her but i think maybe that's still just what turns him on because he has this messed up thing with his sister that Mm -hmm. like things involve he in order to be turned on maybe he has to have his sister sort of involved
1: maybe Maybe. it's It's such a weird this movie I, is just I, bizarre in general. Yeah. When the movie ended, I was like ready for it to end, but the way it ended, I was kind of like, I could use another Wait, fifteen what? minutes of explanation. You I don't know, that's like the
2: saving thing about this movie that kept because I, I feel like you know again I watching with Brandon. He had never seen this before. He predicted everything down to he was like the sister sent the notes.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: he predicted everything without having even seen it. But the end, and he was just like, mm, and and I think once the investigation started and what's kind of that started happening a little bit more, picking up some steam. <laughs> Cause at first he was like, I'm just going to play my games on my phone. I'm done watching this. Like you, I know you're doing this for, you know, for Tyler and Allie. So you do you, but then you had to go to the restroom and he's like, well, can you, can you pause it? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. You want to watch this now. All right. That but is that the ending, power
1: of this genre.
2: Yeah, to yes. suck people
1: in the exact way he got sucked in,
2: and actually, the way that I was not, and I had completely forgotten about that plot twist. Like, I thought, okay, the sister sent the notes, but I, you know, but I was questioning in the back of my mind, like,
0: why would she rat her brother out? Like, why didn't she do anything about it? If she if that knew, was one of the only things I remembered about, I was like, there's incest. I remember incest was the end. Like, that was the the answer. I
1: I, I, I will forever remember the line, I'm talking about fucking Alice. That
0: yeah. sounded so ADR'd. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like it was so not blatant that other, like, people watched the movie and were like, wait, what, though? I don't get what happened. That they had to be like, let's make it more blatant and have her be yeah. like, ADR. I'm talking about fucking Alice. Yeah, yeah and, I, and when that happened, I was like,
2: oh, that's right. And he's just sitting there like, I was not (laughs) expecting that at all. Like what the, like, it's just like, Oh, okay. Wow. And I'm like, and I mean, I think that's what it it, it was not something. And I remember feeling that way when I first saw the movie, like not expecting it at all. Like I thought maybe the both of them were committing the murders, but for him to not have done it, I was like, that I didn't see coming.
0: Then why do you act like a murderer all
2: the Are, time? Yes. Are they
1: trying to lead us down a road where he was essentially molested and that is why he is such a controlling weirdo? Yeah, I think that that's was what her. I think they were I think doing. she's the
0: older sister and I think she was like molesting him and and like having sex with him and
1: mission not accomplished movie yeah. it makes no sense
0: no i mean but i mean yeah he that he's definitely messed up i'll get like sure accomplished that he's messed up
2: that's true yeah, but he still did some terrible things to people though like he was an yeah. accomplice in a way like he's he's doing awful <laughs> again he's a homewrecker he's a he's walking a, homewrecker he's a
0: rapist he's yeah. a homewrecker he like definitely never asks for consent before doing his kink on women yes, like he doesn't right? like like on their wedding night when he does the scarfing, he has already set up his little like like uh I can't remember what it's called, like the mechanism the, for the, like anchor. the yeah, the anchor. The anchor? Yeah. He's already he's setting it up w- without saying like, "Hey, do you want to try this?" and then he's like already putting it on her and it's like, "No, man, like you got to specifically tell her this is, this is what I would want to do. It will cut off your oxygen. You'd have to really trust me. Like you ask before you start. Our that safe fight. word is
1: pineapple. Like exactly. Steps that need to be
2: taken. Exactly. And it's like, you know, again, not no king shaming going on you yeah. know, or anything like that, you know, but I think it's important to be up front. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think that's the way I think Pretty much every, any normal person, you know, would have that discussion. If you're going to, you know, do something a little bit more that's outside of another per- maybe outside of another person's comfort zone, yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's an important conversation to have. And then here he is having, not asking her or talking to her about it after making her hike alone. It's yes. <laughs> yeah. the dark. And it was funny because we had gone on a hike in, um, Terlingua, Texas, I, mean, I hadn't been hiking in a while. And so I'm uh, clearly out of shape going up this mountain and he's going a little faster, but he would stop and wait for me and was like, come on. Of course I'm like pitching a fit towards more oxygen. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, but He would stop. Cause he's a he nice man. And that's the first thing he was like, did he just straight up leave her there? I was like, man, I would have thrown my boot at you. <laughs> if you had done that, it would have gotten savage up on that mountain if you had done that to me because she's never high. I mean, you can tell that like, she's not, yeah in shape and then we were talking about the rock climbing scene i'm like most places when you climb a rock wall for the first time you start with the little like the lower
0: level and i'm like man this jerk just made her go yeah i'm like but- what That's- yeah it was the worst wedding day i could imagine cuz like he's she spent like 6 6 hours of it i would imagine climbing up by herself unsure if she's following the right trail unsure if like animals are going to come and attack her like he also forced her to change in like out in the open yeah. and and then started taking naked pictures of her while she was changing without asking he just takes a polaroid of her and then is like let's take more polaroids and she's like okay because like apparently that's also his thing is that like he'll just take naked polaroids of people and
1: he ran ahead so that he could adorn the nearby trees with glow sticks like the cheap kind you'd get at the roller yeah. rink in the 90s spent a whopping $30 on this grand romantic gesture and then hid behind the door of the cabin yes. for hours that's his thing he
0: likes to hide and jump and, out at her and
1: there's no bed
0: yeah
2: and this thing i'm like one.
0: there's, i'm like my bag there's just sleeping bags there's like
2: I was, I was like, ow! after hiking that long, I would want something like an air mattress or <laughs> That's also true. No, no
1: food. The no entire <laughs> structure was designed for two people to have sex on the floor in front of a fireplace yeah. and nothing else. No kitchen, no nothing. Yeah,
2: I'm like, how are you going to serve?
1: Like, I'd, I'd be
2: hungry. I'd be hangry. <laughs> After he that type like, of
0: hike, he, he like hid the the hiking pack too. So it's like she didn't seem to know that their wedding day was gonna just consist of this horrible hike. She's like, "Oh, uh, a pack," and he's like, "Yeah, time to get changed." And she's like, um, "Okay." <laughs> and it's interesting. There's no real reaction from her.
2: I'm like, "How is it that good that you don't have a reaction?" Because yeah. I'd be
1: like, "Really? It is cold outside." <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not oh change God, in the cemetery she finds yeah. the whole thing romantic and i just remember thinking if i abandoned you my wife yeah. in the woods on our honeymoon made you hike alone for what, hours wedding day
0: not just honeymoon to, to the yeah.
1: point of exhaustion and then the first thing i do when you get into the cabin is introduce a sharp object you're killing me with it exactly you're, yeah yeah i would have strangled somebody with
2: the scarf i'm like i have yeah an idea. I was going to say somebody would be getting
0: strangled and it wasn't me. Why
2: don't I choke you and give you a, give it a try. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Oh darn. I'm so sorry. Oh, oops. I did it wrong. I would have stopped, but we never established a safe word or any kind of consent boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And
2: well, and, and just, I'm like, how how are you not hungry? Are you not tired? And then I, yeah, if I walked in that door and I'm like, there is no, there's no bed. But there's yeah. no sleeping bag where where's the food and my feet yeah. hurt where's the restroom and then he yeah. like grabs me i'd be like oh man just yeah, <laughs> yeah also, like, yes. where's the shower
1: i'm not
0: i was gonna say i'm not feeling yeah. sexy i've just been like alone in the woods crying and like a- and cursing your name for six <laughs> hours <laughs> and i'm like are we going to a rave
2: yeah i was like is there a rave out in the woods because that my first thought i was like where's the music what's yeah what's happening out here why why are the and then how many glow, i'm like how long was this poor woman out there because he had time to hang up a million glow sticks it felt like i was like that's a lot of a lot of glow sticks
0: but also not worth the hike the cabin and the glow sticks definitely not worth the no. like six hour hike on my wedding day
1: also you consider yourself such like a, a outdoorsy person don't leave a bunch of chemicals and plastic tied to nature like that. That's, That's a true. horrible thing to do.
2: Yeah. Well, but again, this guy did
1: choke his sister's goldfish. That's yeah. true. Maybe he's not he likes the outdoors, but I don't know. It feels like the outdoors doesn't like him.
0: It's it just what we say.
2: Oh no, I was like the irony. <laughs> Most people who love the outdoors know how to take care of nature or they're very like, you know, they pick up like you know, very eco-friendly, you know, kind of pick up. Like if you're on a hike, you're not leaving your trash you know yeah. like yeah. You, you take care of you do basic things to take care of the trails you know for other people and it's like i'm like how long were those glow sticks actually there i just wondered too and i
0: yeah i guess because they them to take them down
1: <laughs> they're probably still there yeah <laughs>
0: they're you
1: if you live where this movie was filmed please safely hike out there and take care of those glow sticks. <laughs> I
2: take a picture first and post it because I, I want to see is it true. up there still?
1: And Send then us some. Up. <laughs> Are they still glowing? and Who's to say?
0: But did you notice anytime she tried to actually speak to him, like even tell him a little bit about herself? He like like literally when she on their wedding day is telling him, yes, um, you know, I had no dad and I have a mother who doesn't speak to me. He went shh 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 shh. And it's like, dude, like when she tries to talk to him about like the rape uh, later on, and he uh, he's literally reading the paper and doesn't like look up from the paper when she speaks to him. And it's like, man, like pay some attention to her. That's not sexual. Yeah,
1: he says shh, shh, shh. it doesn't matter. Like your my my relationship with my mother doesn't yeah. matter. My upbringing doesn't. Anything matter.
0: about me doesn't. And he doesn't
1: me. question
2: at all. Like. You know, I would think most like if I told Brandon I don't have any family, I don't have any friends, like first of all, stage 5 clinger, right? I mean, yeah. you don't have an identity outside of, you know, you have no identity. And that's not good in a relationship in general. Like you oh, need yeah. to be a good independent person. We all know this. She has no no life of her own. It's like her identity is wrapped around other men. And yeah. so I mean, I I would wonder if I were a guy like I know what's good, but Ah, uh, she's a loner
0: i think that's what he wants though he wants somebody yeah. that like is uncomplicated that just will let him do whatever he, he wants like a submissive yeah
1: to the point yeah. where when he gets her on the table for that horribly problematic scene and it's the first time she's really challenging him in any way he literally like falls to his knees and starts crying like the minute she's even mm-hmm. a little well, he bit he throws a tantrum
0: first he yeah. tries to he's like look at me open your eyes open your eyes well i I, in
1: in his defense uh a married couple she should have respected the sanctity of his secret murder closet (laughs) and when you're not doing it at all Yeah. yeah
0: i also love how like she found the letters in the murder closet and then he like had taken away the key to the murder closet and then she's telling him like hey i found your letters and he goes to get them while she's tied to the table and he's like oh you want to read them i have nothing to hide and i was like That's That's what everyone does. Exactly. When when you have nothing to hide, that's exactly how you act. You throw a tantrum and start screaming, I have nothing to hide and throwing the letters in the air. Nothing
1: says open book like a padlock with a hidden key.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, and Brandon was
2: like, Why does she choose that time when she's tied up to confront him? That's like the worst. I was like, I know, because you can't reach for a weapon. Yeah. You know, you can't, you're completely vulnerable. I'm like, this guy could have just straight
0: up just killed her on the table. She cooperates too much to let Uh him. Tie her up. Like she kind of is like, please, please don't. But she, but she just sort of like goes limp and lets him do it instead of being like, no, I'm not getting on the table. Like he yeah. like lifts her up and puts her on the table, and she kind of cooperates. Yeah, well, and she does a terrible job of hiding
2: that she's investigating him. Like I think if you're looking into, some, especially if you're worried about getting murdered, you would try to hide it. And and maybe this is a Heather Graham acting choice. Like mm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't explain that part. Like, I'm just like you're such a dead giveaway that something is wrong. Like, again, if you're really trying to dig in and Snoop, you're doing a terrible job.
0: <laughs> yeah, when she goes in the murder closet, she like pulls everything out. And then when she when he's coming home, she like shoves everything into the point of where it's, it was organized before. If he opens that closet, everything's going to come crashing out on yeah. him. Oh, that's how it was before. Like, uh. She might as
1: well leave a picture of herself breaking in. <laughs> yeah. in the Make a selfie
2: with it now. Yeah. It's like, look what I found. Make a TikTok out of it. You know, I mean, it, it it's it's so badly done. And I feel like he knew she was in there because I was like, why is he going so slow? Like, she's so noisy, putting everything back. And I'm like, he, he knows. He clearly yeah. knows yeah. that you're going through this. And, uh, yeah, it's... Well, and I wonder, too, like, why does he have that stuff? If he didn't kill anyone, why is this stuff locked away?
0: Well, I feel like he's hiding the old love letters because, like, he that's, you know, oh, yeah. private, I guess, and he doesn't want to be having the adultery, like, love letters out. But, yeah, the other stuff just seems to be his climbing gear, which... She knows you're a climber. Everybody knows. Yeah.
2: Which I'm like, unless you killed someone with it, that's a little, you know, and, and, and I don't know if I'd hold on to that. If maybe that's the gear that didn't, that, that gave or, you know, or whatnot. Like, well, the sister has
0: the gear that gave, so he doesn't even have it.
2: Yeah, it's such a weird, I, I guess maybe they put it there just to give, to create suspicion that it is yeah. him, but they could have, it could have been executed a little differently. It was such a weird,
0: <laughs> it's such a weird, I'm like, this makes sense. It could no have been a, a box versus a whole closet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cause then it's like, well, what else was in that closet? Is it just the letters? That's it? Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, I, I'm like, I find it. Okay. Did anybody else get weirded out when of course, you know. Alice goes to the the other the missing girl's house, and her mom has the photo op- album. She's going through the photos, and there's the the, the naked picture. Yeah, yes. was with her mom, and the mom's not even bothered by that. I'm like. She put it in
0: her, like, precious memories yes. album of her daughter. She's that like, she, here's, here's her she, naked
1: picture. That she shows to strangers who come knocking. Yes. Here is a nude of my daughter.
0: We found it in her pack, last, So Yeah, the last picture taken of her, probably by her murderer. Yeah, and I'm sure, like,
2: it would have made far more sense if she found it in the box. And yeah. then the, yeah. the murder closet, you know? It, it's like, that would have made sense to me, and I would have been like, Ooh. Whereas I'm like, that's so weird. I'm like, I would hope my mom never has like,
0: I don't know. why. I... Cause I don't <laughs> think my mom a... would be like, let's frame no. this. <laughs> well,
1: ultimately too. What did she find in the murder closet?
0: Just, just yeah. the letters and some climbing
2: gear. And I'm like, this that's nothing to say. Yeah. You know, I, I've been like, Hmm, red flag that my dude's been hitting on, you know, hitting up all these like married women or, you know, yeah. people in the relationships. That's a big red flag. But that doesn't necessarily scream
0: murder. Well, yeah. And I guess, like, she discovers that that girl disappeared from that. But it's like, I mean, I, I guess in order for her to have any sort of investigation, they had to have her find something at the mom's house and they chose for it to be the naked picture. But oh, that was they had, too weird they, a weird choice.
2: They had the scarf, the bloody scarf that she throws in the trash yeah. can. And I yeah. feel like that's like probably the most damning thing. If you're gonna because it's like, well, obviously there was something we've seen that house scarves are used already. Yeah. Um, but that made no I'm like, you just threw it in the trash and that was it. Instead of going back to go get it when the investigator is like, Do you have any evidence? You know, it, it's such a weird, I was like, That's such a that's not something you would throw away. I would take that to the police or have somebody investigate it or look into it myself. I
1: don't yeah. know there there, there was so much in this movie that just didn't really like makes it like adele the m- woman who went missing like it wasn't on the big climbing expedition that he's known for like frankly he, yeah. he was just on the big climbing expedition that that as a tragedy that happened well uh, uh, there was the woman who the was,
0: sister killed the other lover on the climbing expedition
1: oh god this was convoluted that was her best I,
0: friend I, yeah. I could
1: not follow this murder plot at all um that's yeah.
2: sure. how i could like drop that though it was like, here's this big focus, was this expedition that went horribly wrong, but then we're going to completely pivot and just, oh yeah, we'll wrap it up here towards you. It was almost lazy
0: the way they yeah. wrapped it, it was we'll, like We'll
1: pivot to a rape, we'll drop that, we'll pivot to this missing person, and we'll kind of put a button on it then because we're hitting 90 minutes and it's time to go.
0: Yeah, they were like, sister's murderer, they were having sex done.
1: Bob's your uncle. So- before we move on to our next segment, uh, Amanda and Allie, let me ask you both was there anything in general thoughts you wanted to cover that we missed?
0: There was a weird thing with scarves, like, she's wearing a scarf <laughs> at the beginning. This movie loved scarves, I don't know if it was supposed to, and then at the end, when they like see each other again, when she's like, like, it, she's she's re she's wearing a scarf again, like, it's like she, I think, she stopped wearing scarves while they were together. But she talks about how her whole way of dressing has changed, and I don't know. It was confusing. But she's wearing a scarf at the beginning, then she takes it off when she sees him for the first time. And then she wears a scarf at the end as sort of a button, and then they also use scarves during sex play.
1: There was a scarf runner. She mentions that, like, she dresses differently in that one scene where she's dressed in, like, a Japanese-inspired outfit. Oh, gosh. One and only time. I wonder if scarves are present and th- not to say anything like damning that I, I, I don't know anything like this about the director, but it's possible. Like she wears scarves in this movie, the way women wear sandals and Tarantino movies, if you know what I mean. Okay. I didn't think about that.
0: I, I didn't think about that. It was like supposed to show that she's repressed. Like she's repressed maybe. before him and then repressed after. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, I was again, I wondered about that too, because I'm like, she seems to wear them when he's not around. Yeah, but then I was pretty appalled by her fashion choices throughout this movie. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I was like the whole time. I'm like, why are they so badly dressed? Like it was like a bad version of 1999. Yeah, or like late 90s. And she's beautiful, like a woman. She is, but the outfits didn't do her any like the blue dress that she wore. She looked like a little girl. I wrote that in my notes. She did, and I was like. Ah, and then his outfit. I'm sorry, that necklace? Yeah. That was like straight up, what, 95? 96? Yep. So I'm like, if this is supposed to be 2002, why are, and then those pants. Yeah. Those, he like,
1: wore those pants multiple days. When we first introduced him, he's classic early 2000s. He's in baggy jeans and like a long leather overcoat. And then he is in like, Clown pants the rest of the movie. It's like a weird jinko or something. I don't,
2: you know, I, I know Brandon was like, does he ever change clothes? That's the same, (laughs) this is the same pants. And I'm here like, I guess he's not, I'm like bachelor. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I know some dudes that like wearing the same clothes, but. I I don't know if it's a comfort thing or because he was so badly
1: dressed. Both of them. I was like. And they're like cargo pants, too. I think we're meant to believe it's like, oh, yeah, since he's a climber, he likes wearing utility pants at all times. But, like, they're also not, like, good for athletics. The crotch when he's walking away at the end was below his knees. Like, it was hammer time. It was awful.
2: (laughs) Well, and then, you know, Brandon brought this up. And I, you know, I was like, he's got really good cardio. And he said, for being a heavy smoker, he's like, how is he climbing mountains? And this guy is smoking like a chimney. I was yeah. like, and I'm here like, and he's got again, the solid cardio. I mean, jo- Joseph finds man, that guy can run. And I'm like, for as much as he smokes, you would think he would have trouble climbing or have like something you know, when you hike and yeah. you're especially like climbing again, you're climbing these great heights or whatnot, Smoking's like the worst thing you can do. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, I never thought of that, but your lungs would be like, please stop. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, again, I'm here like this cardio and he's like for being that heavy of a smoker.
1: Because every time they pan to one of his ashtrays, it is filled to the brim. You're right. I didn't notice that.
2: Yeah, and he answers the same thing that we talked about earlier about how does she not know that he was not, how, yeah. I mean, how do you not know? Because you would think with that much, with that many cigarettes, the place would stink of cigarette smoke.
0: You'd be like, oh, my husband's home.
2: Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I, but then I'm like, but maybe he smokes that much where the smell already permeates everything. No, so you would smell fresh cigarettes. But smoke you would. Though. It smells You'd, different. Because he's like,
0: I think I would smell that from outside. Yeah. And, yeah. it, and like, it looked like he had been chain smoking there waiting for her to come into the kitchen. So it was so weird.
1: He must have all, because they established, the, God, do they establish the wind chime. He must have been home the entire time. So she like walked in, showered, gotten her robe, came downstairs to make tea, maybe read a book. And he's just there waiting for her.
0: Yeah. Just well, didn't she
1: try to go back, back into the murder closet too?
2: Yeah, she Was did. she fidgeting? So he's watching her do all of this.
1: <laughs> all I also, while tying out tying ropes to the table
0: i also thought it was weird how the sister had a necklace that she would like a duplicate necklace that she would apparently give to all the lovers like she, we established at least she gave it to two of them and she she's like i gave her this necklace she also thought it was beautiful and it's like that necklace really wasn't beautiful first of all no. and it was just like weird and i don't know why everyone was like oh yeah awesome and why was she, they never established what that means. Why is she making duplicate necklaces to give to all of her brother's I'm lovers? like, were you
2: at Claire's getting all of this stuff? Like, yeah.
0: what, what
2: is it about, where is she getting these necklaces, like mass producing? Like that would turn my neck green.
1: Right. I I like, like. And
0: what's the significance of them?
1: <laughs> I feel like even law and order writers at that point are going, a killer calling card bit on the nose, don't you think? Like, it just, it didn't make sense. It didn't.
0: And that scene no. is so where she's she massages her. She like first she like hurts her hand. Like she's like, I have a headache, and she's like, Give me your hand. And then she hurts Heather Graham and Heather Graham's like, Well, this hurts. And she's like, close your eyes though. And then she like massages her after. That was one of the more confusing scenes in the movie. Cause it's like Heather Graham's like moaning, like very sexually. And you're yeah. just so uncomfortable. No one like Heather Graham's not like, This is a weird relationship I'm having with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm here, like, are they gonna. We, we're going to get that kind of hookup. Is that going to be yeah, like yeah. a? I, I was kind of expecting that to happen with everything else that had happened so far. That would not have surprised me. At, at a certain all.
1: point, it's uncomfortable that they didn't hook up yeah. during that. Scene. Yeah, so well,
2: because Brandon was like, okay, that that's actual pressure points. Like, you know that that actually does work. I was like, but, and then the rest of it went. kept going. He's like, okay. <laughs> 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 he was like, I'm, and the medical science has gone out the door. I'm
1: shocked <laughs> to hear there was because that means someone in the process of making this movie did a little research to figure out pressure points or just
0: knew already. Cause they were a masseuse <laughs> on the side or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, that was such a weird scene to me. And I'm here. And then of course I'm here going, why does she have tassels? The way that the, the sisters dress bothered me too. Cause I'm like, I liked everything and she had this cool detail. And then there was like the tassels. I'm like, why is the fashion so bad in
0: this movie? Yes.
1: <laughs> Early two so thousands, man.
0: Also, Alice, keep your name. Don't change your name to Alice Tallis. Like, oh, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, why are you Alice Tallis? Don't do that to yourself. I'd, I'd just... like. To, I'd honestly
1: like to think, like, Ali, if my last name were Bo Bally, we wouldn't have had a relationship. <laughs> you would have just said, like, absolutely not. Never mind. Bill, you, want my name? you want to what? take my name? You want to take
0: my name? You want to take my name? Like, just keep your name, girl. It's fine. (laughs) You barely know this guy anyway. But also, speaking of their marriage, like, uh, the last thing I want to make sure we mention is so they kind of quickly in the end just mentioned, like, and we got to, we didn't see each other after that. We got like, I want to know what that divorce was like so badly. Like after she oh, me too the flair. they just they really quickly are like we never saw each other getting except for one more time, two years later. And it's like, no, but I want to hear about how weird your divorce is, like after this all of this. I'm shit. like, did he just like serve you with paper? I, I clearly it feels like he
2: filed. They never saw like who who filed or who initiated. So I or, just, they, or they just look at
1: each other and be like, well, we can't go on for this The sequel to this movie is is Joseph Fine's lawyer sweating and chain smoking while he hears the events of what happened during the marriage what there's a sequel no 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 no. i'm saying that (laughs) would be hilarious i was like what
0: But, but speaking of her narration at the beginning- Wait, that's, was, Hang on, before okay. you get
1: into that, because that's my, let's get into our next segment, because that's my favorite part of the movie that I want to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's confusing.
1: So I'll, and I'll start. So this is, we're going to go through and just say our best, favorite, sexiest, funniest, whatever moment of the movie. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I've been waiting to talk about that because it annoyed me to no end. And it made me laugh. In the movie, they start out with some very jarring uh, narration from Heather Graham and all of a sudden there's a man's voice who just, like, I think she mentioned she makes CD-ROMs and a man's voice goes, bet there's not a lot of money in that. And it's like, okay, so for the whole movie, she's recounting the events of her marriage to someone. And she gets very intimate talking about the scarf scene being like, I loved it. I gave him full control. It was so hot. And then you find out later she is explaining all of this to a detective who is, she hopes will investigate the case, right? Right. Then that happens. The whole climax of the movie happens. He gets walked away. And her narration starts again to discuss seeing him again two years later after the divorce. And I remember like just jumping up and down in my seat going, wait, wait, what is this narration? She's not recounting the story to the detective anymore. So what is this? It's the kind of thing in any other movie where someone who cared at some point in post-production would have gone, hey, we can't do this. Not in Killing Me Softly, my friends. That is a good point. I love that she got
0: so intimate with that. Like, you're rewatching, like, just thinking about if I rewatched it with the perspective of she's talking to a police detective right now. (laughs) Girl, like, you got to know what to leave out. But at the same
2: time, she had no problem talking about it with her ex-boyfriend's Best friend of fifteen That's years. True. Either yeah. she has no filter. We clearly.
1: She, she just wants someone to talk to. She just, she, just wants, wants to brag about.
2: She just wants to brag about the toxic D she's getting. That's so, yeah. really
1: all she really really really. Wants. So, uh, uh, yeah, I. I,
2: don't know, I think the whole movie is just a one weird. It's like a. It's like a porn. They tried to give a backstory to. I guess. Yeah. I don't what, know. Like it's just a weird. It's so weird. There's so many. There's so many plot holes in it that I'm just like. But
1: so many.
0: Yeah. So many. So what was many. your
1: favorite? Uh, uh, favorite
0: loo- slash sexiest.
1: Loo- Loosely tied together, porno cutscene scenes.
2: <laughs> oh man. Um, oh gosh. I I'm gonna probably have to go with the iconic scene of the movie here with the whole because I'm just like I'm looking at it going, but how why like <laughs> I don't understand so you have the energy after a hike yep. nobody talked about it yeah and how are the mechanics I'm here like no I don't think I would I don't know if I could let have let anybody have that kind of control but I'm also type a so that is also yeah. part of it but uh, I'm just like it's such a it's such an interesting and i think for me it was so different because you didn't see anything like that in other movies i mean yeah. if you've seen an other kind of erotic thrillers or other any kind of erotic movie you kind of are used to seeing some of the other kind of the the, the other scenes if you will like it's not you know, and that's kind of terrible. It's because, you know, there's a lot, I feel like sometimes it's desensitized a little bit. I think it's now we're we're a little bit more open with those types of things. But I I think at the time it was such a controversial scene. It was such a foreign concept. And the fact that people actually got injured trying to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, so for me that, that was kind of like the, huh. And that's why I remember this movie because I'm like, huh. Scarfing. Okay,
1: scarfing. <laughs> people died, Amanda. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like scarfing, and uh, yeah, and a bad plot line. So yeah, people no. are here for that.
1: <laughs> scarfing as a verb is.
2: I, I yeah, that's the thing. I was like scarfing. It's a thing, people. It's a thing. <laughs> and when I tell people, they're like, "What is it?" I'm like, "This movie." That's yeah. what. That's what I remember this movie for. Is that? And yeah, that's. Talking like, about. I, yeah, I've, learned learned like about, the same <laughs> I've learned that
1: talking about way I've learned that talking about your affinity for scarfing is a great last date conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah, you really want to like get out, make an exit strategy. There it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless it's somebody that's like, "Huh?"
0: and then it backfires on you. Unless you're just the fines. Yeah. In which case, it's a wedding night activity.
1: Notorious yeah. little scarfing. Allie, <laughs> what was your favorite moment from this movie?
0: So I will say, I did not find, I was, I'm disappointed in the fact that I did not find this movie to be sexy at all. No, and I didn't
2: I, either, I, to be yeah. honest. It wasn't sexy for me. It was more of
1: like interesting oh yeah uh, 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 yeah me either
0: I wanted it to be sexy like they're two very attractive people I wanted it to be sexy when they kissed it looked like two people kissing who had never kissed before like (laughs) their mouths were gaping and like barely touched each other's mouths but just kind of gaped they had gaped mouths just moving around each other yeah that's how the sex scenes felt too it's like it felt like they had heard approximations of what sex was yeah and then you would then try to approximate it
2: well, I agree. Like, you would think they're two hot people. Yeah. They're going, they're going to be fine. They're going to do just fine. And we're yeah. all going to be a little hot and bothered watching these two hot people do it. Yeah, no. No. Well, and yeah. can I ask a question? Is that back tattoo real that he had?
0: Or was yeah, that, like, It looked so generic. I hope It it's was not so real. bad. I, like, th- I it was think such in my a research-
1: t- i think in my research it's real oh
0: sorry oh, Josephine. no no that's
2: real oh i felt sorry. like they had
1: just flipped into a book and we're like what's an asian symbol we
0: can put on him to make him look like I, I don't
1: know for sure but i think i think i found that it is real
0: Ooh. oh not so it's like, so-
1: if i'm wrong and you do have good taste in body art i apologize but if that's real uh, it's sorry man
0: it's give me those Ben Affleck back
1: tattoo Yes, vibes. it yes. was so bad. Yes.
0: But that's what I did. Yeah, I did not find any of the... I Every time there was a sex scene, I was excited for it. But then they would open their mouths wide and just and like move their mouths around each other, bounce around in a way that didn't seem very attractive. And it was just, yeah, it, it like was weird. There was a, like a lot of him hiding and then tackling her and not in a sexy way. A lot
1: of him yeah. tackling her, yes. So but-
0: those were not my favorites. But uh, my favorite scene was in the very beginning when she has, like, she's marked that he's in the bookstore, so she goes down to the bookstore, <laughs> and she's peeking through the window, and then he catches her, and she's like, Eep! and, like, kind of turns and, like, hides herself because she's embarrassed, and when she turns back to the window of the bookstore, he is right there, like, yes! the biggest creep in the fucking world, just, like, staring at her, and anybody else, you're like, oh, I, that's a murderer, I'm, my life's in danger, but because he's, like, kind of a hot guy, she's like, this was sexy, and he, it- like, goes out, Opens a just hails a cab, opens the door and is like, "If if we go to Bone
1: Zone, like he's just like they it is known. It is another shot in this movie that is one hundred percent something they did in Scream in an entirely different context. Yeah. She gets caught peeking at the window and then boom, he's right there. It was
0: so fun. I laughed out loud because it was so funny how creepy he was. And he was just there, right? Like waiting for her to peek in the window so he could just like come up on her creepily. <laughs>
2: oh, well, and the lack of foreplay and buildup in this movie, I think did a lot of damage to it. I yeah. mean, right. if you had like more teasing or more like, you know, kind of more open, you know, the buildup, like the romantic tension. Like, you know, they were starting it with the whole hand is creepy, but... Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to accomplish with the duel. Yeah. You know, you know the the, the, the fingers touching kind of thing. And you would, you know, maybe this, maybe that sad attempt at the bookstore staring. <laughs> yeah. But there was no major, um, there was no major, um, you know, built up to it. I feel like, and that hurt. I feel like that hurt. A lot of the scenes in this movie. Also- the whole
0: movie was supposed to be predicated on them having this like undeniable fire mm-hmm. that like you would never see two people have, and they couldn't. That they they had they had to give into it. It was that like powerful and attraction and fire. Like it was the kind of thing you like you, like the movies are made of and like romance novels. And just it came off so creepy that like it starts the movie on a creepy level. Like they need to yeah. start him off charming and not like pseudo murderer. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: he it never, smi- he never smiles. He only smirks. And also it's like menacing smiles, not for yeah. nothing, but like that whole window to cab exchange, you learn a couple scenes later. He, he was there for a book signing. That is how he left a professional event. <laughs> just, oh, I forgot about he that. He sees a girl outside and <laughs> fucked off with her.
2: Yeah. And I'd be like, what happened if I showed up for the book signing? I'd be like, bro. I,
0: he just wandered off and left
2: (laughs) like what if you have people that came in from like outside of the state or like you know my whole day was like i'd be mad if somebody did that in an anime signing i went to be like bye peace i'd be like wait i've been in line for hours
1: right yeah but i've seen a hot person so i have to go you get it (laughs) yeah so i'm really excited there wasn't I'm going to switch off to uh, our trivia segment. There wasn't a lot of trivia about this movie, but honestly, like I think based on our conversation, the trivia I did find explains so much, starting with the fact that the film, its release was pushed back several times and eventually it's uni- it's U S release was canceled entirely. This okay. was in the U.S. a straight to DVD release
2: as it should that's be. That's right.
1: Which yeah, has to we be a huge, it. Hit, a huge <laughs> oh, hit for right. them. Heather Grant. When was it filmed? I don't know when it was filmed, uh, but I know it was released in March of 2002 in Italy, followed by June um, of that same year in the UK. And after that, even international markets, they were like, we're done here. We're done with this (laughs) DVD. Um, I wonder if like,
0: Heather Graham and Josephine's people were actually pushing for it to get pushed. Cause like she did well in like Austin Powers and he was having these like Oscar nominated movies coming out. Maybe they were like, go
1: Can we give some distance between this movie? Probably because I couldn't find interviews. I couldn't find anything like that of them. This thing came and went and like, no one wanted to talk about it. However, I do. There are rumors that there are a myriad of like, raunchier sex scenes that had to be deleted and destroyed because and that was what held up production was the director being like i want to release my cut and everyone the studio being like well your cut is porn so no <laughs> um but That's, those that are sounds
0: better those are like yeah. un-
1: unconfirmed rumors but like somewhat legit um heather graham and joseph fines spent seven days in bed filming the sex scenes which implies they like just took a week filmed all the sex scenes and then they were just cut into the movie, which explains why the rock climbing scene abruptly cuts to them, like back at the apartment for no real reason, having sex on the floor.
2: That's a good point. I didn't think knowing that I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And for whatever reason, according to the guardian, uh, the guardian, by the way, who does not like this movie, nor their mention in it, um, the guardian reported that heather graham refused to wear a quote modesty pouch i don't fully know what that is but
0: oh that's like the the thing you wear over your crotch so that you're not just naked
1: i get i assumed but like a pouch
0: yeah i mean like the pouch is usually that for the man
1: it's well uh joseph fines was quoted as saying like they wanted it to be as authentic as possible they thought this movie would be billed on the sex appeal and they didn't want the audience to feel cheated which in a way is a noble endeavor, in a way is an artistic endeavor, but the end result. I'm sure he didn't oof. mind that she didn't want to wear the modesty. Yeah, I was about to say he probably was okay with that. Uh, <laughs> the, so I mentioned up top uh, mistakenly that the writer of the book is Nikki French, Ni- or perhaps Nisi, mm-hmm. Nisi French. Um, but in reality, that is the combined pseudonym of a journalist couple who wrote the book, Nisi Girard and Sean French. Uh, They wrote the book that this is based on, and it's got a lot of changes. Uh, The chief among the changes that I want to talk about is the fact that in the book, Adam is indeed the killer, which explains why he acts like a shady killer the entire time. The movie just decided to throw in the whole sister subplot
0: oh wait the, is the incest in it
1: huh. I don't think the I don't know if the incest is in it but I know that the sister is not a killer like in the end Alice discovers that yeah Al, uh, uh, her husband killed all these women I so yeah I, I don't know if the incest is in it but I know the sister wasn't like the killer
0: it would be pretty obvious though like it's just like yeah, yeah. It means it's a killer okay
2: it's kind of a basic plot
0: Yeah, yeah that
1: we've seen before not as well executed as in some other films but
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Here's something that blew my mind. According to the Guardian, Ivan Reitman of Ghostbusters and Animal House, he wanted his legacy to be more than just comedy. So he optioned the book, but insisted that they change the title that this movie was originally going to be or sorry, that this book was originally going to be released under, which is crazy for me because he thought that sounded too much like a comedy. So that's why the book and the movie are called Killing Me Softly, which now that I think about it, doesn't make a ton of sense.
0: No, I was wondering Uh-oh. why that what that means. Crazy
1: for me makes sense. Killing Me Softly, honestly, it was 2002. I know Google wasn't a big thing yet, but maybe they had the foresight to be like if people search for this movie, all that will come up is the song. So maybe that's a good. <laughs>
2: yeah, I
0: was
1: about to say a good say, way to do this. A
0: search for this. It's I noticed song. That Ivan Reitman was one of the producers, and I was like, wait,
1: what? He, he wanted to be synonymous with something other than a comedy, which is ironic because Empire Magazine called this movie, quote, a hilariously bad movie that has to be seen to be believed. The funniest movie of the year, but it is not a comedy.
2: <laughs> it was so it was.
1: Reitman does it again. That's what I'll say. Uh, let's see. We mentioned the film has a 0% approval on Rotten Tomatoes. And the last one I have here is that Shen Cage, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I'm not, forgive me if I'm not pronouncing that incorrectly, but he made movies that I believe were considered pretty respectable, Yellow Earth and Farewell, My Concubine uh, in China, um, and then decided, okay, I want to do something English language. I want to do something hollywood And gravitated toward this movie because, due to its sexual content, it was not something he could ever get made in China. And sadly, it seems like he made a mistake.
0: But isn't Pharaoh My Concubine pretty sexy
1: though? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know a thing about those two movies. I just know he said I "I I want to do this because oh
0: yeah i thought that was what one of the things it was known for i think it's known to be a great movie but i also yeah that'd be very sensual i think
1: maybe the backlash from that made him decide like i want to go to hollywood where they don't have these hang-ups only to then make a movie that apparently had so many sex scenes he encountered the same problem i think this guy just like is going to keep pushing the envelope sexually until I, i guess he has just to leave planet earth i don't know
0: maybe he's adam this is true (laughs)
1: <laughs> maybe it's a but, sister
2: control maybe it's a weird sister controlling it
1: ah we should look into the Chang fan or the the cage family. he's a,
2: he's into scarfing
1: just kidding i don't know that <laughs> he's scarfing. He, he could be a lovely oh, person
2: he's probably like i got everybody's scarves for christmas <laughs>
1: yeah. everyone's like i don't want this <laughs> that was that was the cast and crew gift was a scarf and an anchor oh, uh, and that's that's all the trivia I've, I've got for this movie there wasn't a lot because i really do think because of the whole release of it all i don't think they spent money on press i don't think they spent like they've anyone's wanted to talk about this movie after they really just wanted to bury this thing to the point where as i said it's even hard to google it yeah well people have never heard of this
2: movie again when i was telling brandon i'm like hey we, i'm gonna watch this movie for the pod he was like what <laughs> what movie is this? He was like, "What?" and it was like with Heather Graham and Joseph Fiennes. And he's like, "Yep, nope, never heard of it, not at all." And you know, like, again, I've talked to a couple of people about it just in general. Like, we just it would come up as like, "What is one of the weirdest movies you've ever seen?" I usually throw this one out there. Yeah, and you know, are like, yeah, quirky, quirky, weird. Yeah, and people are like, "Huh?" <laughs> I mean, you can tell. Like, and and now with you know, the internet being what it is, like you can find anything really out there. Like some, of a lot of the past interviews and stuff normally come up, but you're right. I've never seen a single interview Mm-mm. about this movie, not even resurfaced. Yeah.
1: No, nothing. Even all that, all that comes up after its release is like reviews trashing it. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like Rotten Tomatoes brings it up because it probably goes to its algorithm and are like, what are the worst movies? Oh, this one, number Yeah, 10. So. Yeah.
2: But you never see any interviews. Like there's no. nothing, yeah. it's like this movie doesn't exist. And and I'm a big fan of the reason. genre
0: and like I had not heard of it until it was done on a different well, podcast. And,
2: and the title is, is intriguing when you wants you, if you just in general, like it seems yeah. like it would be a good erotic thriller or good, like a thriller of some sort. Like you yeah. would think something like, kind of like, um, oh, what's the movie that just came out? Uh, not Star Project. same author, Gillian Flynn, um, someone um, with Ben Affleck. But kind of has um, deep water. Deep water? Maybe it's Gone Girl. Oh. I think it's what it is. it's Gone Girl. But it has something like that in the title, where it's like there's something. There's a mystery. There's a thriller yeah. that's gonna, you know. So you think like with something like Killing Me Zopli and it's a isn't there a, a separate book? I feel like an Anne Rule book, maybe that I'm thinking about. That's like again a maybe. like a murder type. I, I feel like that that it just has that mystery murder vibe. Yeah, and you're thinking, okay, this is gonna be like edge of my seat. And then I'm like, this is not, um, uh, you know, I was like, that's not, you can have one or two. Okay. Sorry. Now here's my little one. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it, it has that vibe and then you watch it like, this is not at all what I expected or what I remembered, you know, I was like, Ooh, okay. Totally different. Yeah. You know, again, you think with a title like that, it's going to be more edge of your seat. It really
0: And you know, from the first scene, like, when they superimpose the, like, weird scarfing scene, moaning over the, like, icy mountain, you're just like, oh, this movie's gonna be awful.
2: Like, you just- The graphics, too. The graphics, too, were great. A lot of,
0: like, superimposed. It's It's like late 90s, but it came out in 2002, so you're already like, you guys don't know what year this is.
1: It starts like the the (laughs) B-roll on a karaoke player. Like, that's how this movie begins.
0: Yeah, it's so bad.
2: Yeah, that's the first thing Brandon said to you He was like, oh, it's going to be a good one
1: He's got that low quality
2: You know, he's like, oh yeah That is like, oh my god
1: (laughs) Poor poor quality of this movie Like everything we've talked about We've really been dunking on this movie I think we're all in agreement It's a bad movie But whether or not it's a good movie Is a different question than our final segment Which is, would you recommend it? And I think Amanda, our amazing guest You've been great We're going to close out with you uh ally my wife let's start with you would you recommend killing me softly
0: i would but i would tell people not to like get your hopes up that it's going to be like sexually fulfilling like i would be like because you know i get excited to watch some of these movies because of the sexual like i'm like oh it's gonna be, be a fun like sexy movie i can't wait to see like two sexy people like be sexy with each other i would warn people like this is not going to be like your typical romantic thriller where there will be a satisfying sex scene like they're all kind of yeah. gross and weird. But I think it's worth it if you are looking for a bad, like a really really bad movie. Uh I do think it's fun on that level. Like if you're looking for a good movie, no, I'm not going to recommend it to you. But if you really want to watch just an absurd bad movie, how yeah. bad movies can go when they go wrong, yeah, I would recommend it for that reason.
1: I agree. I think when we talk about so bad it's good, fun to watch yeah. movies, This is definitely in that category. Uh, Yeah, I would tell people, like, it's not Citizen Kane or whatever the go-to, like, good movie of choice is. But if you want something where you can just sit around with your friends and just riff and dunk on a movie, this is the perfect one. And I'll say, uh, you know, I'm not a connoisseur the way you are. The sex scenes were all right to me. They worked a little. The forbidden fruitedness of, like, her going up the stairs to his apartment knowing what was inside was, like... A little steamy, but.
0: I just think you were excited to see her naked because
1: she looks good naked. Yeah, I've never seen Heather Graham naked before. <laughs>
0: well, you get to see her again and she looks, good. she's got it. A- <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Amanda, our guest, uh, would you recommend this movie? I'm in the same vein as you guys. I If you're looking for like a
2: good quality romantic slash erotic thriller, I would not. There are lots of very good choices out there, you know, ranging from again, like, all periods of history, you know, kind of thing. Like in the history of movies, there have been, there, there are, there are really good movies,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but you know, we used to do this thing where we would watch like kind of these terrible monster movies, like zombie birds, like you go like down the rabbit hole. I think we saw one where it was like a yeah. versus the emo raptor. Like,
1: <laughs> that kind of, you get
2: a glass of wine, you just start drinking and riffing and this would be one of those movies. And he, I, you know, Brandon riffed it the entire time. And I was like, we riffed at watching it <laughs> and neither one of us was like hot and bothered by it, you know? Cause it was just so like, for me, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm like you, Ellie, I like something that has a little bit of buildup. Like for me, I like watching the, the kind of the, the buildup. Cause you're like in that moment, like, yeah, you know, like that, that's like, that's hot, you know, this didn't have any of that. <laughs> <laughs> And it just, it felt very forced. There was just, there was a lot to make fun of in this movie. So if I'm yeah. having like a bad movie marathon, you know, I will totally add this to the list. And just for the shock value of watching, especially like I got such a kick out of watching Brandon's reaction to it. Cause he's like, this is <laughs> so bad. And I'm like, I'm here for that reaction. <laughs> yeah. I would make my friends watch it just to like, he, 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 cause I knew what's coming with my glass of wine and watch yeah. back to it. That's and those, the only reason I would I would I would recommend it for like if you're gonna gags like as a gag movie to make people watch,
1: and <laughs> these ones where it's a genuine effort are so much more fun to, for me to like sit down and joke about than your like Sharknados of the world where they're in on their own joke. This right. This well, was the, an honest swing at a good movie, and it was a swing and a miss, and that's well, so this, funny. This I'm is talking. like the Troll Two of the
2: genre. Yes. Yeah. You know where it's like you know Troll Two like they pull these poor people off the street and they're trying. It's just so bad. Oh my God. Like that, you know, it just, this is like the troll too. Of this genre because
1: it's so earnest, but so bad. So earnest, but so bad. Should have been the name of this podcast, honestly. <laughs> uh, Amanda, this was so great having you as always. You're such a great guest to have. Um, thank you so much. Where can the people find you? What What do you want to point everyone towards? So obviously,
2: you know, definitely want to put in a plug for the socially distanced. Um, our episodes air on Fridays. So this, this kind of this, this arc, as I like to call it, we are covering, uh, this, is gonna be the, this is gonna be the last week we're covering The Last of Us, because it just finished. Um, we've been covering kind of dual Last of Us and, and of course, Mando. Um, you know, we we cover a lot of different pop culture topics and different things. So of course, Tyler has been on the show and I believe Allie, you have as well. So, um, always fun to have you guys. So, uh, Thank so you. definitely, of course, listen to all of us on your, uh, on your favorite streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple, Google, I think Anchor is another one. Ha <laughs> ha, the irony. Um, <laughs> and, um, and for myself, I am primarily active on Instagram. So I am at Amandalorian. Yes, that is a total intentional Star Wars reference. I love it. (laughs) Um, And so, yes. So please, you know, give us, show us some love. Show all your podcasters some love. Listen to this podcast. It is great. Don't let me scare you guys. This is a great podcast. I promise. I love it. It's one of my favorites to listen to. So
1: thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You've you've elevated our stock greatly. We appreciate it um ali where can the people find you uh
0: you can find me on instagram and twitter and tiktok although i don't post much on tiktok but you can find me uh at anal retentive a-n-e-l-r-e-t-e-n-t-i-v-e and you can find my writing about entertainment things on parade.com
1: and you can find me on twitter at tyler mccarthy you can find my writing uh across the uh nbc universal brands nbc insider usa insider sci-fi wire Uh, might even get a little bit of bravo in there who knows um check them all out if you're not reading something by me you're still reading something by a really talented nerd just like me um and also i want to plug um in addition to the socially distance podcast ali and i guested on an episode of the ladies get action podcast Uh, we did a movie called i am number four if you like this you're gonna love that uh and we're really proud of it so i just want to point the people toward uh yeah their show uh that's it for us this week again thank you to our guest amanda you were great and- thank
2: you guys. This is fun.
1: Oh, really quick. I should probably
2: plug the significant other since I've mentioned him a lot. Um, so please follow him at Brandon vice on Instagram and at havoc 1775 on Twitter. Uh, he is my pro wrestling uh, beau. So if you're a wrestling fan, give him a follow.
1: He's, he's cool. He's all right. He's yeah. very cool. <laughs> we love him. We love Amanda. Uh, and yeah, thank you all for listening
0: and uh, special thanks to Mallory Johns for our intro and outro music.
1: And special thanks to Alex Marcus, our producer.